This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So friends, welcome to another Freedom Fighter podcast. I hope you're all good. Uh, we're starting a new series. Really excited to be offering this, a new discussion. And the series is around, what is your COVID recovery plan? Um, we're delving into these details in this first session, but really, you know, this has been a tough year for us all. Tough 15 months. All the things that's happened, but all the, you know, the weariness, the, you know, the, the impact, the, the uncertainty, the disappointments, and all the things that's had on us. But you know, recognizing that our souls need some space to recover from you know what we've experienced, um, is the best thing we can do for ourselves. So we're going to be going over that, talking through that, sharing some helpful. Um, practices that which you know maybe been which uh, impacting us personally. So we just pray that you find help. We find that you f- you find identification in this process, and you experience um, you know the joy of new, abundant, victorious life. That all things can be restored. That the recovery of our souls. And the new, new, the new life that brings, you'll find that as as you're listening. Good to see you all. Just want to do a short wee session today on a new series we're doing around the subject of what is your COVID recovery plan. I was sent a blog from my friend John Eldridge, and uh, he's he's opening these things up. And the more I've been quiet, the more I've recognised this is articulating exactly what I've needed, um, you know, what I'm feeling, where I'm at, and, you know, what I'm needing to do. Um, it was one of those moments, you know, like clear leadership, it felt like, and, and the need for taking serious the recovery of our souls after what's happened this year. Um, Elders had said some tremendous things. Um, you know, you, you think of when you hurt a part of your body there's a process we need to go through to recover to heal and we can't neglect the process we can't rush the process we need to acknowledge and accept and embrace it so that we recover fully you know but and and through what we've experienced in this covid how how important is it that we give our souls the the time it needs to heal to, to unravel from all the things that's that's built up over this time. Um, I had shared these things with my wife, and there was this kind of sense that oh that's not for me, or there's kind of minimising the the you know the impact that has for us. And as we started discussing it, we realised no, we 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 have to acknowledge what's happened to us. You know, in COVID, we, we had a uh, our stepson, my stepson, Linda's son, staying with us, uh, autistic, usually 38 hours a week, care, no care, so we had holes in walls, we had frustration, we were working from home, 
He's in his room constantly, needing perfect silence. You know, he couldn't open a door, he couldn't breathe, he couldn't turn a tap on without him kicking off. And uh, so it was, it was, it was like you were living in this. Uh, there was a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, because you know there was reaction constantly if you opening doors, and so it was very difficult to manage. Ended up being bitten, you know. Uh, so so it, it was a, it was a hard time for us. And on top of that, we had uh, accusations and persecution coming for the ex-husband, uh, who, while we were looking after his son, so it, there was a lot of pressure, a lot, a lot of stress. And uh, so, as I've pondered these things and and uh, and thought about the, you know, the need for recovery, it's grown on me. I've recognised that these things are so, so uh, important. So I just pray as we start these, uh, start these next few uh, discussions, I pray that just like me, you know, I, I had uh, been in uh, Argyle last uh, October, September time, and I was walking with a friend, and he told me about a fella who'd come up to the certain camp that he stays, he works at, and he said, he was talking to him about no losing heart. And when he said that to me, it just, the penny dropped, that, that I goes, that's me. Because I, I was able to articulate and acknowledge this is what I was feeling. And that's when we started our uh, series around how to no lose heart in a COVID world. I felt with this email for Eldridge, this was just as prophetic leadership. This leadership uh, about needing to acknowledge their soul uh, is needing to recover. It's needing time to be to to, to you know be restored. <laughs> you know, Elders wrote this. He said, "This has been trauma. To be robbed of a normal routine for months upon months, to be kept in a state of uncertainty, to face serial disappointments, large and small." to be bombarded by bad news, to face death, and then never uh, be clear on when the finish line's going to appear, which is still the same, you think about trying to go on holiday. And he, and he points out that this is exactly what is done to prisoners under interrogation. <laughs> it's quite a thought, isn't it? The captures want, when the captors want to break down the people they've, uh, they've taken prisoner, that's his kind of treatment they gave them, so they wear them down. And that's what we've all been under, to, to whatever degree, whatever your specific situation is. So I knew it's it's important that we identify our, and tell our own story, give uh, give you know our soul space, you know, to, to heal, to recover. I don't know about you guys, but for me, another thing has been the weariness and screens, weariness, and WhatsApp groups, <laughs> however great they've been, um, you know, it's like we're giving out, giving out, and we're, we're stimulated and, and, and engaging, uh, you know, more than we would have been, because we're not seeing people. And then these very things that drain us, are draining us, we run to for distraction. Um, because that 
pattern for me has been like technology, things things happening, and, you know, difficulties happening, pressure, and you can so easily run to a screen to distract yourself from dealing with, with these things. But when you're constantly on screens, it's like you're then running to the very thing that's draining you. So for me personally, that, that has been a, 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 you know, a pattern that I've had to acknowledge. And um, what's been helping me the most? I've had some great conversations the last week that have, uh, that really have helped um, me define that what I'm feeling, others are feeling, Others are acknowledging the same things. That there's this, um, you know, just this desire for for intimate quietness. Um, a friend I was speaking to, my sister-in-law, was telling me that she'd went back to church and the church was great, you know, a lot of different uh, things that she's not been able to do, meeting with people and then the big, you know, performance of church at times. She goes, I'd have rather just been sitting with some people and quiet. Um, and when I heard that, I just thought, it's so lined up with what's, what I've been, what's been helping me, what I feel, I've been feeling led into. And um, what, what, what I've been led into is, I can best describe for you, John chapter 4. Um, Jesus comes to Samaria. And he sits at Jacob's well after having uh, been tired after his journey. And then a woman of Samaria uh, came to him, came, sorry, to the well to draw, to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Because his disciples had been away, they went away into town to get food. But the woman said to him, why are you talking to me? Because Jews don't talk to Samaritans. And why are you talking to a woman? All these traditional cult, uh, customs of the day. Jesus said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and you knew who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked me, and he would have given you living water. And uh, that, that, one statement there, the thirst that she was expressing, that I'm thirsty, there's something inside that's needing quenched, and he's saying, look, if you'd asked me, I'd have gave you living water, I'd have gave you water that leads to life, life for your souls, healing for your souls, restoration for your souls, and uh, over the last weeks, this has been communicated to me, uh, in a vision of the night I had, and basically, it was, I'm pecking about in the world, trying to quench the desire, the thirst that I feel inside. You know, the desire, the, the thirsts that's generated by being drained, by being weary. And really what was, what was communicated beautifully to me was, come to the source that, that, that gives you living water, the living bread that can satisfy that can bring life, that can that can heal and restore and, and bring help you to recover your soul. 
So what I have been doing the last weeks has been uh, reigniting an old practice. I used to have an hour quiet time in the morning and, and you know, half an hour at night. And I've been doing this, be going to a place outside my house in the morning and just getting into God's presence. And I've been reading this beautiful uh, portion of a devotional book I've got. And these words have ministered deeply to me. And I'll just share them with you just to, to encourage you. This is uh, Jesus speaking. He says, you do not realise that you would have broken down under the weight of your cares, but for the renewing time with me. Well, one one sentence. And I know through COVID, that has been me. I don't know how the heck I've made it at times, because in the midst of all the pressure I've been under my own home, eh, I wasn't getting away alone. I wasn't getting that quiet time that... Um, that was would have prevented me from breaking down, being so broken down under all these things that was coming on us, the weights of cares. He says, "It's a, it's not what I say, but it's I myself. It's no no hearing me so much as the being in my presence. The strengthening and creative powers of this you cannot know." Well, you know, this being, what, what, so what prevents us from being broken down? What, what strengthens us and brings us uh, renewal and, and, and cures the sickness of our hearts and minds is this deliberate, intentional time apart in his presence that, that, that helps that we don't realise what it's doing, the benefit of it. It's beyond our human knowledge. But this is by faith, receiving these things, he says, this would, would cure my poor, sick world. If every day, each soul or group of souls waited before me. And... Uh, for me, I've I have just been feeding on these things. I've been uh, as I've as I've went into that place of quiet, by faith. I'm saying, I'm uh, remembering to do this. He says, never fail to uh, keep this time apart. With all the work you are doing, with all the ministry work, with all the 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 good work in the community, with all the help you're giving to people, do you know the greatest work you can do? And our doing is done in this time apart with me, he says. It's it, it's serious, uh, seriously important in the fact that we all, everything that we're giving out, and I don't know if you feel with me in, in lockdown, you've, you've gave and gave and you've given out. And I mean, I'm in a college course, so it's all been on Zoom. And I'm sitting with a, a group of cl uh, classmates and it's, it's as if everybody's minds are just, they're just not the same people they were. You know, you're sitting there, and even the lecturers, there's almost a sense of, uh, you know, this experience is, it, there's such a strain about it. 
but when, what I've been finding the last weeks as I've been doing this is there's been new life, a new spark, as I've been bringing my weariness, bringing my weight and my cares and the frets, the things that upset and concern me, when it, as I've been bringing them, all of a sudden, clearing away, clearing away all the sickness, all the uh, dis-ease that's been happening in my own heart, and uh, giving me new vision. You know, giving me that sense that uh, excitement and new plans. Um, so, what a word there. To start our COVID recovery, first thing that uh, I'm encouraging you to do today is make, a t make time every day for this day to get apart with God. Just to unroll and unravel your soul before him. And you think, what did I do? Did I just sit in quiet? The disciples asked, and we'll talk more about this the next time, but the disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray. Why are they asking that? They're asking because they're looking at him going, look, look, how, look how good, look how close he is to his Father God. Look what he's able to do. And Jesus, as everybody knows, the Lord's Prayer, but to meditate on these things, um, he is telling us, he, every statement is so important, because he's saying, this is, if you want to be this close, this is how you pray. And he, and he says, um, our Father, amazing, ours, he's, my Father, same Father, is yours who are in heaven, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, and your will be done, on earth, and me, and through me, as it is in heaven. And uh, so, as, as you're waiting quiet, just meditate on the Lord's Prayer. Just a couple of lines for it. Our Father, you're my Father. I pray your kingdom come. Your kingdom come come into my life to restore me to help me recover my sanity my balance my peace my vision um, you know after what, what I've been going through and uh, as I've been saying I know it's so important that we are able just to sometimes we go I need lead sometimes it's not us that's at the front coming up with all the ideas we need to be able to just go I've not articulated these things for myself, but that's exactly what I need, and humbly make that adjustment and correction, and you know, see just that simple prayer, see God's kingdom come into our the trauma, the heaviness, the weight, the care, the disappointment, the heavy, all the things that, that have been weighing us down throughout COVID. And, and see our souls recover, give ourselves, be kind to ourselves, offer this uh, time, offer this um, care for our souls so that we can come through and rise, uh, rise again into an abundant and victorious life. Let's pray. So Father, we thank you. You are interested in the recovery of our souls. And 
we thank you that each person has got a story. Each person um, has got a, a unique, individual, personal story and how they've experienced the last 15 months and the continual things that are happening. So we know that each person has to find their own rhythm. And uh, But I pray, as we've talked today, I pray each soul would be inspired, God, to say, I'm coming to you, the maker of my soul, the creator of my heart, and bringing it to you to help define the rehab recovery plan for the soul. And I pray God as they find you, they find that living water, as Johnny Cash sung, that they will never thirst again. They will, they, that thirst will be quenched. They will, they, will, they will experience the living water, the living bread that deeply satisfies, that gives this new direction, new vitality, new life that's abundant and victorious. We ask these things in Jesus' name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.